the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's just past 4. You listen to AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com, and the Tim DeMoss Show underway. Happy Friday. Got a full show, so we're jumping early in, jumping into the mix here. Quick forecast update. Sunny, high 40 today, clear low of 23 tonight. Mix of clouds and sun the next couple of days. High 38 both tomorrow and Sunday. Flyers lost to Columbus in OT last night. Sixers at Detroit tonight. Eagles at Dallas Sunday afternoon. Speaking of Dallas, we actually have our, our first guest of the hour. Kind of familiar with that part of the world. We have uh, Ella Wall Pritchard with us. She's an author of a book called Reclaiming Joy. Hello, Ella. How are you today? Well, I'm just fine. Yes, I was listening to your weather report. It's 74 degrees here in Corpus Christi. <laughs> yeah, well, see, but I, I understand you spend some of your time there and some of your time up in the, in the Northeast, so you know the cold. You are familiar yes, with I it. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, and so are you, a cow, are you a Cowboys fan, by chance? Um, I su- I'm not a serious sports fan except for my college, but yes, of course, in if it comes to pro team, I want the Cowboys to win. All right. Well, our Eagles are coming to your neck of the woods this Sunday afternoon, so we'll still have a civil conversation nonetheless, I'm sure. Sounds good. <laughs> well, the book that you have, Reclaiming Joy, uh, How to Rebuild Life and Reclaim Joy, uh, you, you had shared it's like part memoir, part survival guide uh, after you lost your husband uh, close to nine years ago, I guess it was. Maybe yes. you could share a little bit of the story and kind of a little bit what happened and, and what happened early on for you, and we could go from there. Sure. Well, the title comes from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians because he used the word joy and rejoice 14 times. This was a very special letter to my mother. So I heard about Philippians as long as I can remember. It's such a short little read, you know. It's just three pages in the back of the New Testament, uh, maybe 30, 45 minutes to read through the whole thing. But it just fills you with hope. So every time I've lost someone dear, every time I've been discouraged or depressed, needed encouragement, that's where I've always gone. So it was logical for me to... go back to Philippians when my husband died. And I really didn't find any books that met my needs. Um, And so it was Philippians. And when I finally started feeling more joy than sadness, and that took more than four years, I thought, goodness, maybe I need to write about this. Crazy idea, I realize now, but that was my reaction then. And so I didn't know it was going to be a memoir, but there was never a question but what it would be inspired by Philippians, because I think the Apostle Paul's message and his instructions are just timeless, universal advice about how to move from discouragement to joy. And all of those traits and attributes we need, whether it's grace or courage or generosity or peace or serenity, the importance of relationships, um, even the warning. to be, He said, beware of the false dogs. For me, it was beware of false friends. But ultimately, um, when you claim those virtues, and sometimes it's a discipline, to claim them in the midst of grief and loss. Um, I think that's how you find joy. It's how I found joy. Yeah. Ella Wall Pritchard's our guest. Uh, the book is called Reclaiming Joy. Her uh, husband passed away unexpectedly about nine years ago. Uh, and uh, in your book, you talk about how every widow situation is different. And, you know, readers should be encouraged to 
set their own paths down. Maybe some things are universal, but there are some things you're just going to kind of have to take it as it comes. That's exactly right, and that's why it ended up a memoir, because, I mean, everybody tells a letter how to grieve. Uh, they tell you when to grieve and when not to grieve and when you've cried enough and when to move on. And I think we get tired of hearing advice because we're all different and people people don't know what they're talking about a lot of the time. So I found that I could only write in first person and tell my own story and then look back and say what I had learned from that to analyze the, the things that worked and the things that were dismal failures in hopes that it will encourage others, if Ella could do it, I can do it, and maybe even a few ideas of what might be helpful. Yeah. One of the things I know that uh, you talk about being helpful is just offering yourself or the ability to take time to mourn and not rush it or, or just be busy, right? It's a key part of the process. Yes, and, you know, there are things we have to do. I think that's part of the of the difficulty. Um, there's... There is business of death, everything from the funeral arrangements through getting the titles changed on automobiles or whatever it might be to dealing with signatures on bank accounts. And all of that has to be done. You can't postpone it because you've got no access to uh, any money to your bank accounts or anything until you get a death certificate and jump through all those hooks. But it's just so easy to turn everything into busyness and just stay too busy to think and fall in bed exhausted at night. And that's what I did. Yeah. Well, and if folks are just tuning in, uh, Ella Wall Pritchard, the book is called Reclaiming Joy. We actually, uh, our publisher's going to send us a copy or two to give away. So we'll, we'll enjoy blessing people that way with that. If folks like to get in the running for that, uh, feel free to send a quick email to timmyd at wfil.com or send a quick text to our text line, which is 610 500 Dove, as it turns out, 610 500 3683. Just put the word joy in there with your address, and we'll draw a couple of winners for that. What's something else that you would, uh, one of the things that you learned? going through this process, and I know there are a number of things that you kind of have to just figure out as you go, but something that you could encourage people to, to consider, at least, if they find themselves in that position, or to think about ahead of time, be, be aware of it. One of the things I learned is that the family is very fragile in times of grief, because everyone is grieving, everyone is emotional, no one's thinking very analytically, and we all grieve differently, and we say things we wouldn't say if we were more rational. And so to learn to extend and receive grace, in other words, to forgive quickly, to be understanding of others, I've just been shocked to realize how easily families fall apart after a death. It's not just over money. Uh, That's where the lawsuits come from. It's over inheritance and disparities and unfairness and secretiveness. But even in families where that's not an issue at all, death takes its toll on relationships. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know also in terms of just being practical, um, you know, day to day, it's easy to maybe want to shut people out if you if you don't want to hear too many people saying too many things about oh you should do this you should do that and perhaps isolation is not the way to go either. You have to learn how to still connect with people and spend time and and not be removed. Otherwise, that would lead to. I mean, did you struggle with that too? I'm sure it could feel. I, I think what you're describing is the common reaction. In fact, I read that a lot in it in advice to widows, you are very emotionally fragile, uh, feel free to say no, stay home, you don't, you don't want to lose it. I personally think that's terrible advice. And as you said, uh, isolation's not healthy. Isolation is a killer. I was very blessed um, by my mother-in-law, whom I would have never guessed as a young person, newly married, that she would be my role model someday. Hmm. 
But her first husband, my husband's father, was killed in a plane crash when he was a little boy. And she remarried and was widowed a second time in her early 60s. Wow. And I'll just never forget her telling us that she had learned a lot in her first widowhood. And she said, at first, you don't feel like going out. But if you say no, people move on. And then when you're ready to see people, they're not there. Mm. And I, I, I watched her. I mean, she rebuilt her life in a beautiful way. And, I, you know, she entertained. She saw her friends. She still participated in the community. She ended up remarrying. So she was married to three different men for 20 years apiece, more or less. Wow. Uh, had a grand life right up until her death at age 86 from brain cancer. And an amazing, amazing woman. And she was a role model for me. And so I, I had seen up close how that worked for her. And so I took that advice to heart. And I resolved to say yes to everything. And I pretty much still do. <laughs> Well, like this interview, we're glad to have you on, and it took a little while to connect, but I'm, I'm glad for the opportunity. Um, the book is called Reclaiming Joy. One uh, thought I just want to maybe conclude with, because uh, I know that um, you know people listening in may appreciate the position you're in a little bit as far as having lost a spouse, but there are people who have not yet, and uh, you know, one thing we haven't shared yet, you're the president of uh, an oil company, and your husband's passing unexpectedly, all of a sudden... You have this massive responsibility, and um, you know even if people, even folks don't have an oil company to manage, there's still things to be aware of for folks who are listening who are married, where their both spouses are still involved. What would you say to those folks just to be wise? I mean, you emotionally want to prepare and not worry, but practically well, I, speaking. I think that's about the only piece of advice I give is that, it, and it is to women whose husbands are still alive, Know your husband's advisors. Know the banker. Know the lawyer. Know the people who manage investments. Know the accountant. Because you don't want to meet them at the funeral. And actually, they don't want to meet you at the funeral. <laughs> um, they There needs to be a relationship. And my accountant, I just saved my life so many times. And I was so grateful for him. But I had not paid attention to the family business. Um, I, I describe myself in my book as the, as the smiling spouse and gracious hostess. <laughs> and it was very difficult to move from smiling spouse to quiet. And I think it was difficult for my advisors as well. And women need to know their husband's affairs um, because the fact is whether we want to deal with it or or not, 80% of us will be with us. We live longer than men. Most of us marry men who are at least a couple of years older than we are. And so the odds are we're going to all have to deal with the business. If it's no more than dealing you know, with insurance and Social Security and Medicare, yeah. those are, and household bills and maintenance, those are still things we have to deal with, and the more we know about them ahead of time, yeah, that's the less good. stressful it will be. Well, uh, Ella, we thank you for your time, and I want to point people to the fact that you blog regularly, right? So people can keep kind yes, of dig further into what, besides the book, they can keep learning and, and and because part of what you say in your book is find a role model, find someone. I know, I know you're not trying to tell yourself I'm the best, I know everything, but. You've walked the path, and you've, it's nine years later, so you, there's some distance there also. So you have a lot of wisdom, I'm sure, to share. Thank you. Yeah. So the, the blog is just on your site. Is it your name? Ella Wall Pritchard, Wall right? Pritchard, and that's one word, and Pritchard is without a T. So it's E-L-L-A-W-A-L-L-P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D. Um, yeah, dot com. And dot people, com. people mm -hmm. can, uh, and just as folks are tuning in also, we do podcasts of all our shows so people are driving, like, what was that again? You can always go to our site and listen to this podcast. You can always get, you know, the info that you hear in it so people can be reminded that way. Great. So, Thank you so much for this opportunity. Great talking to you. It's a privilege, Ella. God bless you. 
Have a Thank wonderful you. weekend. Thanks for sharing your time and your, and your insight. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, we're going to go to a break now. Ella Wall Pritchard, our guest, uh, Reclaiming Joy is her book, How to Rebuild Life and Reclaim Joy. Lost her husband nine years ago. And uh, you can pick up the book, find out more about that and the things the Lord taught her. And again, her website is where she blogs, Ella Wall Pritchard, P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D.com. Back in just a moment with the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It is 416. Thanks for tuning in. We shift gears now. Ella Walt Pritchard was our guest by phone from Texas, reclaiming joy. Now we are in studio. AM 560 WFIL, you're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, and we are pleased to bring in Diane and Brianna Marsh. Hello. Hi. From uh, Scattered Seeds Creative Arts, technically based in Abington. Abington. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I've known you guys for quite some time, and you have a lot to offer people. You're very diverse people. You're very, (laughs) very multi-dimensional, and especially in the creative arts field. So... Tell us a little bit about where uh, Scattered Seeds got started, why it got started. And maybe it was probably unofficial for a while before it became yeah, official, right? that's true. Yeah. That's true, it was. Uh, Scattered Seeds is kind of like a very long process of just life experiences, I yeah. think, that have just kind of, uh, yeah, starting, I was homeschooled along with all my siblings, and so... You have like 27 brothers, right? <laughs> Well, there's five of us total, and I guess there was a time when we were all homeschooled together. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, crazy. I'm trying to think. Skylar would have been in kindergarten, and so Haley not. So probably all four. Okay, no, yeah. Five or, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just had a, so many opportunities as a homeschooler to be involved in the arts, and my mom really cultivated that in me, being a dancer uh, and an artist in general. Um, yeah, she just allowed all of us to have so many opportunities to create and to be artistic. And uh, I really credit Scattered Seeds and the starting of that dream from being homeschooled and having all those opportunities. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, so I had we got to do like homeschool variety shows that what I did with your kids, too. Yep. Um, and just getting to perform in them and then also direct like little skits or scenes and then um we would do songs and um poetry and all these different uh just ways of creating and and being artistic and getting to perform for people so that was kind of like the beginning of the dream of scattered seeds and then i i had uh, opportunities to teach too uh to like do some camps and then from there, I went to school. I went to Eastern University. Sure. I graduated from there, and I studied music, theater, and dance. And so, like, with the hopes of doing Scattered Seeds and being able to teach more. And um, so that's kind of where the dream came from and where it okay. started. Where did Scattered Seeds officially become a thing? Is it, has well, it been on the radar for... And then actual, get a little closer to you or move your mic oh, you, a little closer. Do you mean, do you mean t- uh, title-wise or as yeah, we Yeah, like, well, you have scatteredseedscreativearts.com. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So when, when, when did you need to put that up because you were a thing, <laughs> so to speak? Um, Has it been a couple years? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking it would have probably been before you came out of college. Yeah, it okay. started in college because yeah. I actually – I remember – I was taking a business course and I had to write a business plan and I wrote the business plan on, we had to come up with a name and I was writing it about like, oh, I want to start a performing arts center where I can teach kids theater and dance and music and the arts and all that stuff. So I had to come up with a name. So we were thinking about what that could be. And I honestly, I think it just came from the Lord. Like we started thinking about, um, well, scripture. I think you yeah. identified the scripture. Well, the parable of the seeds and scattering the seeds, and we really want to. Um, if you think, if you read the the parable, um, it talks about scattering seeds on good soil, and we just want to provide a place that provides good soil for kids to um, just to be there, and then we can scatter seeds of creativity and and um, encouragement and kindness and um, and confidence in the kids, and so. Yeah. That's kind of where it came from, and it turned mm-hmm. into Scattered Seeds. <laughs> Diane and Brianna Marsh, uh, co-directors of Scattered Seeds with, a, with an S on the end, Scattered Seeds, plural. CreativeArts.com uh, is the site based in Abington. 
you've talked about um, – so that's a good background to things. Now, if, if folks were looking into this, let's say, what are some of the areas that you, you, spe- you specifically focus on from time to time? Because you, you'll do things for a season, right, at a time. Yeah. Yeah, so right now I'm just finishing up a semester teaching at Abington Arts Center, um, and I'm teaching a theater class, so an acting class. Okay. So we're doing, like, monologues and uh, scenes. Right now we're doing a little scene from The Importance of Being Earnest, so we look into, like, classic plays and things like that um, and real monologues that exist in literature and all that stuff, and we study the monologues and then perform the scenes. So um, that's one. And then the other class I'm teaching is musical theater, which is something that's really close to my heart because I've had a lot of opportunities to do uh, musicals. And um, so that class is just performing songs from classic Broadway shows. And um, so the kids each get to do a solo. And then um, we do, uh, we're doing a duet um, with two of the students. And so it it's like group stuff and solo stuff, singing, acting, and dancing. How how long uh, are the classes? Do they tend to be, uh, you know, six weeks or eight weeks or a whole fall or spring? If, if again, this is not so much a sales thing as much as just if, if people may look into what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna check that out. But it, yeah, well, I was gonna say this is a, a new thing for us. We're evolving at all points, and Abington Art Center is a new newer relationship in terms of offering classes. So right now there were 10 weeks, mm-hmm, 10, okay. weeks. 10 week classes and once a week, or... uh, once a week, hour and a half, okay. uh, Tuesday and Wednesday after school. after school. And then, uh, then there'll be a break and then we'll start up again okay. in January. And yeah, you know, with the same right now for, with the same courses, but we're talking to them about, uh, possibly doing a performance, getting more of a performance-oriented class. And as we go into s- spring and summer, yeah. they their um, location has an outdoor theater uh, stage, I should say. That's cool. And, um, and we've done indoor. They have it. What's really cool about that location is they have a gallery, a number of galleries. So the performances sometimes have been in the gallery. And so wow. depending on what the art is that's hanging there, um, sometimes art from friends that we know from mm-hmm. New Life, and um, there's several teachers there from, from New Life Church, yeah. too. We so. love to be creative, too, yeah. about all of the aspects of it. So yes. getting to perform in a gallery is sometimes fun, and we can incorporate different artistic aspects into the performance because it's in a gallery space. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we love to, like, have all-encompassing art. For sure. You know? That's great. That's great. Diane and uh, Brianna Marsh, uh, the co-directors of Scattered Seeds, based in Abington, PA, Montgomery County, are our guests. And uh, one of the other thoughts about this, you know, um, you mentioned, Brianna and, and Diane, you can speak to this because it, it's your kids have done this as well. You mentioned the shows you've been in, musicals specifically. Every time I, I you know, have I've talked to you over the years, like, yeah, I'm in this show and then I got that show at the same time. <laughs> and yeah. like, do you take it, like my kids play travel sports and that can run year round and you get exhausted. It feels like you guys were always, you specifically, but the others we're always in something. So mm-hmm. off the top of your head, what are a few of the musicals you've been in or been associated with, whether it's producing it or whatever? Yeah. Um, so I am so blessed to have gotten to perform in a lot of shows, and I love performing in musicals um, and just creating community with people and working yes. with actors that are older than me and getting to learn from them and then also working with younger kids. I love, obviously I love working with kids. So I love just the relationships of getting to be with kids and have fun performing on stage with them. So I love community theater um, and just theater in general. Um, So I've gotten to perform in lots of different productions. The latest one that I got to perform in was Cats, which is like the most strange musical, but it was so fun. Uh, Yeah, we got to be cats for an hour and a half on stage (laughs) (laughs) and dance around and sing. So that was very fun. Um, uh, A standout show that I um, just had so much fun doing was um, Titanic the musical. I just did that. Um, about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, and actually I got to do it twice. But um, and we play. saw one of the two that you were in. Yeah, very emotional, as you yeah. might expect. Yeah, that's what I think I love about theater in general, but especially about this show is that it's a real historic period of time and event that happened. So we get to portray like actual characters real of real people and tell real stories. And it's really emotional, but also very beautiful. And getting to sing the music is the music is beautiful and. Um, yeah, just getting to tell a story that's like real and still 
uh, impacts people today and just the emotion of going through such a tragic event and yeah. getting to tell that story was so cool. Well, and one of the reasons, I mean, you've literally dozens of shows, right? Oh, I think it's been close to 30 yeah. musicals. That's, yeah. Okay. Wow, I didn't realize that. So, yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> I mentioned that just because if folks were to look you up, they'd be like, well, she's been around the block a few times. <laughs> and Diane, same for you as the mother of five. If you added up all the musicals and shows your kids have been in. Oh, wow. Cast well, parties you've hosted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's it like to be a mom of all these kids doing all this the theater and art and in a godly way, right? You know? Yeah, it's thrilling. It really is. I, you know, I wanted to step back just for a sec because Brianna was talking about um, just how, as a homeschool community, we were able to come together and uh, and just really allow this freedom uh, and creativity. And that I give certainly testament to the Lord, but to the kids. The kids were willing to do that. We gave them, you know, we, uh, you know, hands open. Please do some. Some of the kids did robotics. They they had Legos. Yeah. You know, so it was very open. And I just want to. Um, you know, and our kids particularly took took hold on that, and it was really the the place where they they had this opportunity to explore and be okay and be safe, even though they may have not done whatever. If they had reviewed it, they might have said, "Oh, well, that wasn't so great." Didn't matter. It was great because they did it. Yeah. So, um, so I just wanted to say, so for me, it's thrilling because I'm just watching them. I'm watching them, you know, blossom and. And um, just take hold on it. And now more of them, it used to be two of them, then there was three of them. Really, four of our five, five kids are very active in, whether it's dance or musical theater. And the last one that Brianna re- referenced, um, the cats, there were uh, three of the kids. Yeah. Were three together. of the kids were all Three the of them were cats. That's great. Diane and Brianna Marsh from Scattered Seeds Creative Arts in Abington, our guest. Brief break. We'll come back with more on AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.30 on the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL and WFIL.com. Sunny and a high of 40 as the day closes out here, down to a low of 23 tonight with clear skies. Mix of clouds and sun over the weekend, both tomorrow and Sunday. High 38 each day. Flyers lost to Columbus in OT last night. Sixers at Detroit tonight. Eagles and Dallas go at it Sunday afternoon round. 4.30. And in words with friends, my son smoked me 3.37 to 2.08. I'm willing to share that publicly. Back now with Diane and Brianna Marsh from Scattered Seeds Creative Arts. Abington, Diane, you want to say something? One of the uh, one of the exciting parts that when Brianna and I are working together with kids is watching them go through the same process. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, I really, you know, I'm kind of very quiet and I don't project and or I'm afraid to sing or whatever. And then just us being able to encourage and foster that. Okay, it's okay. You're really okay. And then making sure the other kids in the group are doing the same thing so that they there's no criticism ever. You know, we don't you know, we really don't. uh, Not to say we don't allow it, but it's constructive. constructive. And we ask them to respond. Uh, you know, Helen, can you respond to Joe? What do you think? How well Joe yeah, did? I usually say, can you give one thing that you really liked about that that performance and then also mm-hmm. one thing that maybe they could work on to help them be better? That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Diane and Brianna Marsh uh, from Scattered Seeds Creative Arts in Abington, our guests. Um, you're, you are Christian, Brianna, and Diane as well. How, uh, how does that factor into what you do and why you do it? Because uh, – Theater necessarily not always known as the most yeah. you know welcoming, friendly to right. uh, you know not mm-hmm. not to put that whole the whole side of things down, but but it's not yeah. known to be the most Christian of yeah. of arts Indeed. or industries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a hard place to be in theater when you're a Christian. Um, I have been so blessed to walk beside other Christians in theater too and find those relationships with people that are Christians and then kind of walk through that together, which is amazing. Um, And I'm just so thankful that the Lord led me to this because I do believe that theater is a place where Christians need to be because there's a lot Mm -hmm. um, of non-Christians in theater and there's a lot of just worldly and, um, yeah, just, you know, things that aren't (laughs) – related to God and and bringing God into that space um, is so important. And so I've had just amazing experiences of um, 
the Lord just opening doors to have me talk to other cast members or whatever it is that don't know the Lord about him. And, um, yeah, just standing up for my beliefs and what I believe is true. And, um, and yeah, so the Lord's opened doors for that for me and just really brought um, lots of fruit from that. I ha- have had some friends that have come to church because um, of Who conversations. Who are actors and actresses. Yeah, 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 definitely, that, yeah. that didn't know the Lord or that were interested in knowing the Lord. And just I love, you know, when people are like, wow, um, you know, I love that you – or, you know, love God or something, and I would love to know more about that or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that's yeah. just like, that's that's what I want to do with my life. That's what God calls me to do is to love him and then to love others and to draw others to him. So that's what I hope. Yeah. And it takes work. I mean, the reality is yeah. while you might like things to happen fairly fast and God can do that fast, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times it's just a little relationship here, another yeah. step there, another step yep. there, see, plant the seed, water. Yeah. And then yeah. down the road, maybe you don't see. Right. Yeah. I, I was going to say, too, thinking about just um, I had the the privilege of uh, being a performance with um, a production of Ragtime with Brianna and Haley. So our two daughters. And, you know, there's something about being backstage ready to go on, you know, and you're rubbing mm-hmm. sh- literally your bodies are touching other people because you have to you're all crammed in before you go on stage. Yeah. And, you're next to, you know, there's a lot of Jewish people just so, you know, right. happens to be in this particular show and um, just a lot of a, quite a variety of, of culture, actually. Yeah. And it was just it was awesome, you know, to be part of that and to be able to, to, to you just like anywhere else as a Christian, you listen to people, you get to know them, you um, care about them. And then usually the Lord gives you an opportunity to step mm-hmm. in in some way, whatever whatever that is. And then one thing that our kids have done is they get into, you know, they know the cast, and then typically when you're ready to go for a show, you can opt to, they'll call it, we'll call it a prayer circle. So our kids from the very beginning have sought out those people who would get together in a prayer circle. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you're a Christian, that you get in the prayer circle because you know Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You come because you're either – you're you're inquiring or, you know, you're in, in you know. And for the show, to, more just the, before the show? Before the show. Let's yeah. pray. Before we go on, yeah. let's get together and let's huh. pray. And so then you find out, sometimes that's when you find out who the other Christians yeah. are in the show. <laughs> uh, like right true. before the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before you start performing. And then, then the kids will come home <laughs> and say, Mom, did you know such and such? Yeah. Uh, and then there have been what? times, too, like we'll have a run of like, either like six to 12 performances or whatever it is over a few weekends. So at the beginning, the first show will start and we'll have like six people in the prayer group. And then other people start learning about it and they're like, oh, I want to join in. Mm. So by the end of the run, we're like having huge groups of people join in these prayer circles, whether they're Christians or not. They just want to be a part part of it. And where did the prayer circle concept come from? I don't know. We just started – praying before shows because we as christians we wanted our performance to be for the lord and we wanted to um just share god's light with people we didn't want it to be about us Mm -hmm. and so we would pray before the performances like lord please just allow us to shine your light and just to enjoy our time on stage um and to give these talents back to you because you've given them to us and so That's where it started, and then we would just say, hey, do you want to join our prayer circle or oh, whatever? Oh, that's really cool. I, well, I wasn't thinking this was a general theater concept that people do before plays, but I was wondering if it was something that you guys had, that, you know, your family had started or – Well, no, I think people do pray mm-hmm. – there's people that pray that aren't even Christians or like just like yeah. e- whether it's like they think it's to God or not. They're just like, Thanks. like, let's do good. Let's yeah, <laughs> like right. hope our right. show goes, goes well, well or something. Let's not make mistakes. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So. Um, and so then that's incorporated too in Scattered Seeds yeah. before performances will gather. Mm-hmm. And um, and we're careful. What we say is that we are um, – our, our, organization is not a christian organization we are christians mm-hmm. yeah and we share jesus but it's not um it's our own ministry but the organization itself is welcome to to all mm-hmm. yeah. and so we're a bit careful about the prayer but we're pretty open yeah. about yeah. it That's too good, about sure. why we're praying diana brianna marsh from scattered seeds creative arts in abington pennsylvania montgomery county our guest this afternoon the tim demoss show short break Come back and continue our conversation on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Live and local. 
It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 439 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show this afternoon. We're privileged to have Diane and Brianna Marsh from Scattered Seeds Creative Arts based in Abington, Pennsylvania, talking about some of the stuff they do, dance class, musical theater, theater class, and just giving folks an idea of what's going on in the community, maybe an option for your kids. Uh, but in any case, uh, as far as the camps go, the classes, what do you say about age level and also like who comes to these and also are welcome to, and also a, a talent level, skill level, experience, that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so I'm, as far as ages, um, right now the classes I'm teaching – um, they're, the kids are between like 10 and 15 years old. Okay. So, um, I love that age, like the teenagers, I, they're so open to learning and, um, all that stuff. So they're, they're great. Um, and as far as the kids that come out to do it, we, we want to accept anyone, um, whether you have been in 30 shows or if you have never been on stage in your life, if you've never even read um, a play or whatever it is, you aren't familiar with theater at all. Um, We want to accept anyone. Um, And we've had groups of of camps or classes, groups of kids that where um, we've had that range of, of Mm. ability and experience. And it's so cool to see because the kids that um, have done a lot of stuff, encourage the kids that haven't and they come alongside them and help them. And we always find ways to uh, work that out so that they're helping one another and not like leaving the one behind that has never done stuff before. Um, so we're we're very much about that of trying to just incorporate people together, no matter your ability or experience, and just uh, help one another and, and create community and come alongside. Absolutely. I, I was going to add too that we haven't talked about. We are allied with in the summertime yeah. with another organization by the name of Life Seeds. Okay. So uh, we got connected uh, through Dave Burton is his name and through the Lord for sure. Uh, we were looking into um, trying to incorporate they had they run a sports camp and for years run a sports camp out of the Cheltenham area and got talking to him about would you want to do performing arts and he totally encouraged that so Mm. the last few summers uh life seeds and scattered seeds work together and uh it's a little seedy to me it's it's very seedy (laughs) uh and so we have those those kids the youngest ones were kindergarten age i'm gonna say so five Mm -hmm. and six and then up into high school okay. age. Well, so some of the classes so, that you do, are are they going to be like, doesn't matter your skill level, but you need to be kind of this age. Right. And others might mm-hmm. be a concept and you'll work with whatever age shows up kind of a thing. Well, we have done that in the past. We had a camp called Artiful. We haven't been able to do it in a little bit, but that was such, I feel like such an example of what Scattered Seeds is because it was a range of ages. Like we had camps where we had eight-year-olds with 18-year-olds all in the same place and um, in the same camp and creating together. And Artiful was very much, we had no idea what the end result was going to be. It was just a bunch of kids coming together. We would paint, we would write poetry, we would um, do scenes, we would sing songs, make music, dance, um, like just all the different types of art that you could possibly think of and whatever, yeah, film, whatever anybody was interested in. And then by the end of the camp, we would have a performance um, where we would Mm. present all those things that we had done during the week and kind of created during the week. So that, that was just such an awesome thing. I love that just creating art with all different ages and working together to create something. Do you find that people who think that they're not that creative actually yes. have a lot more to Absolutely. offer than they realize? All the time. Like if someone's listening, I don't think I could do that. That's somebody else's yes. thing. Oh, that's the part of it is so inspiring to yeah. just say, okay, we're all going to try dance. Mm-hmm. We know some of you haven't mm-hmm. done that, but you're going to, you know, we're going like to do it together. teenage boys. Yeah. Teenage <laughs> boys are like doing yeah. like a- dance and spins and flinging their arms around and, and then taking paint and throwing it on a big yeah. sheet and yeah. you know, getting it all over themselves and so the intergenerational is always i think that's part of homeschooling too the influence yeah, of homeschooling sure. is hanging around different ages and being good with that mm-hmm. being okay. i know people can people can be afraid in general mm-hmm. of doing oh, yeah. anything yeah. that's not what they feel comfortable like i'm not sure i'm going to succeed so i'm not going to even really try that's or i'd right. be afraid to be at a group or in a at a camp where 
probably everybody else is way ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's nice to know. I mean, I would, I'm not surprised, but it's nice to know that that's the kind of thing that you would do. Well, I think that's the joy of draw it, it out truthfully, of yeah. is taking, you know, being able to get to know somebody and saying, you're, you're beautiful. You're wonderful. You can, you can do this, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and they come out of it thinking, wow, I didn't yeah. know I could do that. And that's kind of part of my story, too, is when I was young. I'm I'm just like a very fearful person in general. I'm scared of trying things and scared of failing. When I was young, I was too afraid to do shows. Like, I just didn't think I could do it. I didn't want to audition. My mom just kind of encouraged me, and I ended up doing it and just loving it. And so hmm. there that kind of, I think, influenced what I what I wanted scattered, what we wanted scattered seeds to be was just, you know, you're scared of something, but try it anyway and see how it can change your life and make you more confident and make you uh, realize that you're creative and that mm-hmm. there's things that you are really good at that you would never know because you were too afraid to try. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Diane and Brianna Marsh, co directors of Scattered Seeds Creative Arts in Abington. Scattered Seeds Creative Arts.com is their site. We have one final break, and we'll come back and conclude our chat with Diane and Brianna and maybe even give a book or two away from our first guest of the hour, Ella Wall-Pritchard. Back in just a second, AM 560 WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL.com as well. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 448 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Earlier this hour, we were privileged to have Ella Wall uh, Pritchard, who's the author of a book called Reclaiming Joy. She lost her husband nine years ago unexpectedly. And uh, she's actually the president of an oil company that he had been running for years. Talked about that a bit. Uh, talked about how to rebuild life and reclaim joy. A lot of wisdom I could hear in the time that we had with her. We have her book, Reclaiming Joy, to hand out. If you're interested in winning a copy, just text me the word joy to uh, 610-500-DOVE at 610-500-3683. We'll give away a copy or two before the program is over. Just need your name and address, so if we pick your text out, we can mail it to you. All right, one more time, the number is 610-500-3683, and her name, Ella Wall Pritchard. And she blogs as well at Ella Wall, P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D. So Pritchard does not have a T in it. All right. Well, we're going to land the plane here and continue our conversation with co-directors of Scattered Seeds Creative Arts in Abington, PA, Diane and Brianna Marsh. You think yeah. about it, you know, made in God's image. Mm-hmm. And just as you're talking, you're describing music and paint and poetry and mm-hmm. all that and it. If you, you know, I'm not sure there's a verse that describes it's a specifically what you could base scatter, scattered seeds tied to any particular. But we mentioned the passage about yeah. scattered seeds. I'm talking the I guess the creative side of God. Yeah. And if you whatever we see is an extension, uh, yeah, you know, for of sure. who He is. So yes. to to have this all these all these spokes coming out of the mm-hmm. center, yeah, really speaks I think who God is. Yeah, and Brianna wrote a really beautiful piece about the Creator and how. You know, we can look at, you know, the creator and we're all creators. I should let you speak to it. But that really is part of we are part of God's creation. And he calls us to to dance and to mm-hmm. sing and to, you know, uh, show beautiful things, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and make beautiful things. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just rereading that poem that I wrote okay. this morning, just kind of like reminding myself of, yeah, God is a creator and he created us and he created us to create. And I do Mm. truly believe that every person is a creator. It doesn't matter if you think that you aren't or you've been told that you're not, you are Mm. a creator. Mm. And I just want to help and encourage people to experience what it's like to create something and to be artistic Um, because God really created us to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Diane and Brianna Marsh, our guests today, scatteredseedscreativearts.com is the site. Scattered Seeds Creative Arts is what they do. Uh, they're the co-directors. It's based in Abington. You can find out more on their website. Uh, maybe we can wrap up with a little bit of a looking into, as we're winding down 2018, mm-hmm. and 2019 is coming around. What do you think is happening next year, Lord willing? Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe what you are pretty sure is going to happen and what you'd like to see maybe added to that if Mm -hmm. possible. Well, one thing we're excited and working on is in the Abington school districts, there are 
seven elementary schools, and uh, there are some schools that are uh, have been uh, producing shows. And so we're we're in contact with some um, hmm. parent teacher organizations and another gal who's doing theater in the district to uh, maybe be able to help at least one other school, if not more, uh, do actually do produce shows? some musicals. So yeah. Scattered Seeds yeah. kind of comes along as a in a consultant kind of role of some well, sort of coaching? Well, just to really or? direct, we would direct and produce the oh, show. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. Yeah, so. that's a hope. That's a dream. We have a lot of dreams for what yeah. Scattered Seeds could be and what we hope for like it to what? be and what yeah, we pray. <laughs> um, yeah, so just expanding right now, I'm just, I said I was teaching the theater and musical theater, but we'd yeah. love to expand more into the arts, um, having more dance classes and uh, especially more performance opportunities um, mm-hmm. to be, you know, performing full plays or full musicals or um, dance concerts, music concerts, things like that. Um, just our family is very artistic in a lot of different ways. My brother does film um, and uh, they're all we're all kind of musicians in some way. And yeah. we sing or whatever it is. So we or dance and my sister dances a lot. And so mm-hmm. we're very involved in different um, aspects of the art and and so yeah we want to involve all those different types of arts and try to have more classes and more performance opportunities and things like that so if you have the those classes uh, say a 10-week class or something in the summer do they end in a performance that you get to have some satisfaction like we, we practiced we learned we did stuff yeah. we grew mm-hmm. yeah and now here's an end result that people can actually go see yeah, yeah. usually we we try almost every time to have a little type of presentation for the classes I'm doing now the parents will come for the last class and the kids will show their scenes and their monologues and things that they did. So it's a little mini performance. And then if we have a bigger camp, like a a week-long camp, we'll have a bigger performance and then they'll perform like maybe like a 30-minute play or one-act play or whatever we had been working on in camp. And then parents and friends and grandparents will come for a performance. So that's like a big part of our classes and camps is the performance at the end. Okay. So if folks want to keep in touch, the website's the best way. Keep Mm -hmm. their eyes out, whether it's a – Homeschooling families obviously may have a bit of an advantage because they're, they're – although it's a challenge because you're trying to fill your day and you're like, what, how do we want to do this? Yeah. So they may see opportunities. But some of the stuff you do is also in the summer mm-hmm. where anybody could do it. Mm-hmm. And then even during the school year, are there things that Scattered Seeds does that people could do on a Saturday only or a week – like it doesn't interfere with – during the day when they would be in school? Mm-hmm. Is, is that possible during this? Like, you know, say March rolls around, you want to do something. Kids aren't going to do sports this year, but you want to do something yeah. creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we have our after-school time classes, and then we've talked okay. about doing workshops on Saturday. So that's also part of, like, the future, hopefully maybe 2019, doing some workshops on Saturdays where it's just a one-day thing. Okay. And you can come out and uh, perform or maybe work on – um, a song from a musical and then uh, learn a dance for it or whatever or yeah. learn a scene or something like that just on a Saturday. I so. bet there's, inter- there's individual touch points. You just never know a one-day seminar could ignite something for somebody. That What else are you guys doing? And then yeah. the next thing they know, they're they're in a musical and then they didn't know they could do it. Now that one's next musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's great. Well, it must be very satisfying for you to see over the years, you oh, know, for sure. all these people. And- yeah, well, I, when you just said that, it just reminded me of one one of our students just uh, reported back that they had auditioned for an, at the Abington High School musical, and she got into it, and she had wow. done classes with us, and mm-hmm. parents got back to us and said, you know, we just want you to know, and, and, and really to Brianna, to know that, you know, this comes from the confidence that she gained. And hmm. uh, through Scattered Seas, and then that just reminds me, too, that we kind of keep track of anybody that has come through Scattered Seeds that now is walking in faith or mm-hmm. has been has come with us to church or is in mm-hmm. our in our family community in some way and yeah. getting to know Jesus. And there are definitely a number of, mm-hmm. of people that we are privileged to say God brought them through yeah. us. Because to, of Scattered yeah. Seeds. Yep. Yeah. That's great. You know, and, and you know very well, our, you know, my sons, Tim and Toby. Got to do Shrek with you a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I guess it was 2015, and they made a number of friends uh, within the community. Uh, you know, Jenkintown Music Theater, mm-hmm. and uh, one or two of them actually were in videos that my sons have. A, you know, their YouTube channel, the Tiny Turtles channel, and they've had a couple of actors or actresses who were there join them for videos. 
So it's yeah, been kind of neat. Great. Yeah. And Tessa, yeah. too. I think of Tessa uh, singing and getting some. Yeah, I should, I, should, I should say this because I remember yeah. the time Tessa took, my, our 15-year-old took uh, – one of the classes you're teaching mm-hmm. was it strictly was it singing what was it what yeah it musical been? theater, musical theater yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so she was <laughs> she's the middle child in our family and she had her two old, older brothers she got to watch them do Shrek and then she got into it a little bit more she did your artiful camp and then mm-hmm. uh, now I, like I can't stop her from singing <laughs> it's 10:30 at night I'm not, I'm not kidding Good. she's walking around the house <laughs> like how did you do it? Why? What? So it's, yeah, it's, it, she, I've seen her grow like a weed mm-hmm. doing it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's wonderful. fun. And the kids will sing the three of them sometimes. They'll just sit down. And all of a sudden, one kid's playing the piano. Next kid walks up, starts singing. Third kid grabs a drum. Yeah. Before long, we have a concert going on. My wife and I are just <laughs> looking at each other like, isn't that nice? I love it. <laughs> so That's great. Well, have a great weekend. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. It's a privilege to have you guys. <laughs> well, Thank we, you. we love you. We really appreciate your, your uh, reaching out to us. Yeah, and, and your share support. this message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Keep up the good work. Thank you. One day at a time. That's uh, it's Diane and uh, Brianna Marsh. Scattered Seeds creativearts.com is where you can find out more about them. Glad to share them with the audience today. Thanks for listening in. And by the way, you are always welcome to check out the podcast of our program at WFIL.com. Just click the podcast tab and pretty much all the ministries and and shows on WFIL are available there. So help yourself anytime you like. Quick uh, note to wrap up on. Focus on the family. One of the programs you can hear more on our station about and on our website They've been on the radio for many years. You catch them 7 in the morning, 8.30 in the evening. And right now, it's a wonderful opportunity to help them continue their ministry. Something called the Gift of Family, a matching grant where anything you would do this month will be doubled for Focus on the Family, which helps more marriages be saved, more parents be equipped, more families help, more culture engaged. They do lots of great work at Focus on the Family. So, and again, anything you can give, small or big, gets doubled. Simply click the Give the Gift of Family banner right on our homepage, WFIL.com. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Feel free to spread the word. Let folks know about the program if you're enjoying it. And again, help yourself to the podcast that our hardest working producer in Philadelphia, Joe Harnett, puts together every day. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministry, is going to pray next. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.